Welcome to the Jonathan Darling Podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Darling. Join me as I sit down with innovators, athletes, and entrepreneurs who will inspire you to discover the greatness that you have locked inside. These stories will be the gasoline to your fire to help you live a life where you love, lead, and inspire. And now it's time. Welcome to the Jonathan Darling Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Jonathan Darling Podcast. I wanted to make this recording for several reasons. And the reasons why I'm wanting to have this conversation now is because of the text message that I actually just received. Um, it's, it's crazy. I, I've, I've experienced and, and known people who've struggled with, with mental health, um, people who've struggled with depression, even myself, my, my mom, my, uh, my uncle, um, you know, and, and it's something that really hits close to home for me and my family. But, you know, I never realized the impact it could have on, on people's lives or the impact I could have on people's lives when, you know, I'm just posting stuff on the internet. But probably, I think it was back in November, December, I think it was back in December, um, my wife had just, uh, she had just gotten COVID. She was locked down in the basement and I had made a post on LinkedIn about, you know, the struggle that my youngest daughter was crying. My wife was crying and it just, it just seemed like, you know, when my wife was in quarantine that, that the world was falling apart for, for our family and because my wife is, is really the glue, but that we're team darling and we don't give up and we don't give in. And, and regardless of the circumstances, we're going to keep moving forward. And, and I got a text message, um, the very next day and it said, Hey, I just wanted to let you know, you don't know me. I don't think that we've ever spoken before, but I read your, I read your post on LinkedIn and you saved my life. I was actually contemplating suicide last night, and when I read your post about not giving up and not giving in, um, it absolutely, it absolutely saved me. And I'm now sitting here, um, you know, texting my wife, and talking to my wife, and talking about how, um, you know, I'm talking to the guy who pretty much saved me. And that was just kind of overwhelming. And, 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 and immediately when I got that text message, um, and, and he was right, I had never talked to this guy before, I immediately called him. And we had about a two-hour conversation. And what, what I came to realize is that me and this guy had so much in common. He was a little ahead of me in life as, as ter- in terms of age. And, um, but, you know, he had, he had suffered some, some major challenges in his life. He lost his younger daughter in a freak accident and COVID was decimating his business. He was a leadership guy and, um, you know, but we had this incredible conversation and we connected, which 
is what social media is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about connection and relationship. It's not supposed to be about comparison and highlight reels. It's not supposed to be a place of judgment and condemnation. It's a, it's supposed to be a place of, of construction, building people up, encouraging each other, cheering each other on in this journey that we call life. And, and so it was, it was amazing. And, and me and this guy, we, we had multiple conversations together, multiple, um, multiple text messages and, and we're really starting to build a friendship. Well, this literally just happened, which is why I'm, which is why I'm talking about it right now. There are other things that I should be doing right at this moment, but right now I'm choosing to talk about this. I got a text message about three minutes ago, four minutes ago that said, I'm really sorry. I disappointed you from, from that same guy. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Like, did he, did he text me wrong? And I was actually on the phone with my wife and I just kind of went silent for a minute and she was like, well, Hey, is, is everything okay? And I said, well, I, I just got this random text message. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. And so I emailed him and I said, Hey man, I, I'm not sure what you could have done to disappoint me. Did, did you send this to the wrong person? And he said, did you not see my LinkedIn post? I was like, well, no, hold on. So I immediately went, went to LinkedIn and, and what I saw, and I, I applaud his transparency, but it broke my heart because what I saw is a man who was coming clean that three days ago, um, he tried to take his own life by taking um, a bunch of sleeping pills. And my heart broke my heart broke his, his own daughter several, several weeks ago, tried to, tried to take her own life. And this is just a family in peril, a man in peril. And here, and here's the thing. And here's, here's what I want you guys to understand. And here's what I want you to get from it. And, and because, because here's the truth of the matter. Okay. The devil wants nothing more than to make you feel isolated and alone, especially men. Like men, we have a hard time talking about our feelings. We have a hard time talking about what it is that's going on inside of us, the struggles, the stresses that we put on ourselves, these burdens that we carry that were never meant to be ours to carry alone. And we, we isolate ourselves and we keep ourselves alone, thinking that we're the ones that have to figure it all out, that we have to be the ones to, to make things happen, to accomplish things. And, and it's, and we, and we don't share with anybody because we don't want anybody to know that we don't have it all together and it eats us alive. It's a cancer that eats us alive from the inside out. And this, and this guy, this guy, he, he thought the burden, the strain was more than he could bear. And out of, out of anything, he texted me, I'm sorry I disappointed you. There's, I, I immediately texted him back because he's, he's in a facility right now um, in Utah. That's uh, where he lives in Salt Lake. He's in a facility right now in recovery. And, you know, this stranger, 
I mean, we've talked on the phone maybe 10 times. And I said, I said, man, you didn't disappoint me at all. I love you. It, the, your actions of wanting to take your own life do not change the fact at all that I love you. Doesn't change it. I'm not disappointed in you, man. I'm heartbroken for you. I love you. I like, I, I'm heartbroken for your brokenness. And I said, man, and I said, Jesus loves you. And it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter the choices that you did. He still loves you. And every part of me just wanted to be like, why didn't you call me again? Like, why didn't you text me again? Why didn't, you know, this stranger that I, that I barely know, why didn't you come to me? Why didn't you reach out? If you're feeling that lonely, why didn't I reach out? But you can't, I can't put myself in this, in this blaming situation of, 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 you know, I didn't reach out or maybe I should have, or maybe, maybe the last text message that I got from you, maybe I should have dug in a little bit more when you were talking about your daughter. But, but here's the thing. And here's what I want you guys to know. Again, life is not a solo sport. We were never created to do this life alone. We were never created to face the challenges and the obstacles that are, that, are, that are going to come in our life. We were never meant to face these things alone. And we have to stop. You know, I was a part of a, a, a nonprofit called Depression to Extinction, right? Where, where it, was, it was the mission was dedicated to ending the stigma of mental health. Ending the stigma around depression and anxiety, right? And we have we have to do that. Like it, it's a non-negotiable. At church today, we were talking about the difference between intervention and prevention, and how intervention is a, is is something we all do, right? Once something happens, then we step in. But we've got to get a lot better on the prevention side. We have to stop creating this ideology in society that that. Reaching out for help is a weakness that having a group of people that you do life with that you allow in transparency and and vulnerability and authenticity that these things they can no longer be just buzzwords that we use to talk about how we should be rather than they should be the way that we live our lives so that we can expose right expose the things that are inside of us that are eating away at us so that so that they can be brought to light. I was told by Pastor Tommy Hunter. And, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting fired up right now. Like, I can't help it. But I, I was, Pastor Tommy Hunter talked about it, um, and he's talked about it several times. Uh, his wife, Michelle, has talked about it. When you have mold, where does mold grow, right? Mold can kill you. Mold eats away at things. It's, it's disgusting. It's horrible. But where does mold grow? It grows in the darkness. But as soon as you shed light on it, as soon as the mold is brought into the light, it starts to die. And that's the thing. We live in a society where we uh, where, where we talk about mental health. We talk, we have a mental health month. Mental health is not just a month. Focusing on mental health should not just be a month. It's not just about a, a, a certain amount of days on a calendar. We have to end the stigma. We have to get to a point to where we are allowed and it is accepted 100% in our jobs, in our 
families, in societies, in our communities, in our churches, to where we are able to let the things that are inside of us, this, these dark parts of us, these things that we struggle with, out into the light so that they could be healed. This is what we are supposed to do. This is what we're called to do. And I just got a text message from him because I asked him, How, how's your wife? How's your family? And he said, we're good. But I, like, look, guys, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you. Yeah, what we do in this life matters. How we treat other people, it matters. How we, how we invest in the lives of others, what we put out on social media, all of these different things, it matters because you don't know who you're touching. You don't know the hard day that somebody might be having. I had no clue that back in December when I made that post that, that this guy would choose not to commit suicide because of my post. But here's the thing. It doesn't just end there. It doesn't just end there. Because today, you know, him telling me three days ago, He tried to kill himself. It's not over. But we have to start looking at our lives as something that was given to us, that the our, our reasoning here on earth is, is, is for something greater than ourselves. It's to serve and to love and to care for the people around us. And we have to start doing it better. We have to get better on the prevention side of things, just as, as Pastor Chris was talking about today. Like it's so incredible that that it happens, but he's right. We have to we have to get better on the prevention side. We have to start loving and caring for people more. We have to start using social media for the platform as the platform to make positivity louder, to connect with people, to love and care for people instead of this comparison trap that we get into where or this or or you know, we allow our kids to get on here and make comments and make fun of people. And, pe and we do it as adults too. We get on there and we put people down and we shame people and we do all this stuff. We write stuff because behind our keyboard because we think, you know, we still live in this world of this idea that sticks and stones can break your bones, but words will never hurt you. But that's wrong because your words have incredible power. Your words have the power of life and death over someone's life, over your life. And it's time that we start choosing our words wisely with great power comes great responsibility and our words have incredible power so that means that we have to be way more responsible with the things that come out of our mouth are we lifting people up or are we tearing them down right are we are we building the house or are we tearing the house down we have to get more intentional about the way that we interact with other people because you never know when your words are going to save someone's life. And here's the thing. I'm so pumped. I'm so glad that that, that, that the guy that I'm referring to, and I'm not going to use his name, that he's still here. I'm glad that he's still here. But the road is just beginning. The road is just beginning for him. We weren't put on this earth for ourselves. We were put on this earth to love and care for other people. We were built for relationship so that we could thrive on this earth and not just survive. And to get that text message, knowing that he tried to end his time there here on earth, that he felt that alone and that isolated and that burdened, it breaks my heart. We have to do better. We have to choose to do better. 
And so if you're struggling, and here's here's the whole thing. If you're struggling right now, if 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 you're having thoughts that you can't continue, that you can't go on, that 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 your life isn't worth anything, that you have no value, first and foremost, I'm going to tell you, one, you are 100% wrong. You matter. Your life matters. You were made for an incredible purpose on purpose within, with, out of incredible love, regardless of what your circumstances may look like right now. No matter how big the waves and the, and the winds are, right, like that, that God loves you. He made you for a purpose. He made you for a reason. You're just looking at the wrong things. The second thing I want to tell you is you're not alone because seriously, like reach out, send me a message. I'll I'll put my, like my phone numbers on most of my stuff anyway, but I'm here for you. You're not alone. I'm, I'm, uh, I'll support you however I can help you get help. Pray with you, whatever it is. Um, just don't just don't do it by yourself. Don't let the devil fool you that no one cares or that you're you're a failure or 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 that it's your life isn't worth anything. Don't 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 let yourself be isolated. Don't hide that mold in the in the dark. Bring it to light. Share 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 it with somebody. Talk to somebody. Share your heart with somebody. I'm begging you don't don't try to do this alone. It's not a life is not a solo sport. It's not. It's a team effort. This is a team sport and we're all in it together. So if you need anything, if you need someone to talk to, if you need someone um, to pray with you, to cry with you, um, if you need shoulders to stand on, to lean on because you don't think that you can stand by yourself, just please reach out and call somebody. Call me, reach out to me, message me, whatever it is. Because I'm here for you. I love you. I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to this. Um, because I, I believe it really matters. And I, I appreciate you guys taking... Um, doing something about it. Um the world needs your heart. There are people out there who need your heart. They need your kindness. They need your compassion, your empathy. Um, they need your strength. Um, and there are people out there, if, if you're struggling with stuff that are there to help you and they're, they're there to love you and care about you. Um, never, 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 never give up, never give up, never give in. Um, I love you guys. We'll talk soon.